Breaking, breaking, one, two, this is the Pork Chop Express Chili and the Meat Man going down the Hot Dog Highway on a cold and rainy night. I'm here to tell you boys that sometimes life looks you straight in the eye and it's so. Have your pants or dudes chop? I mean, me what? What? Have you? Yes, sir, check us in the mail. Over and out for the night, boys. Okay, now to go see Oscar and down at the docks. Me watch you all so-so, how you doing? It's been forever. Oscar, you son of a gun, put it in. Hey, this gambler, no, no, no. Oh, wait, that sure was a fun gambling. Too bad I lost all my money. All that gum, you wanna play nothing or double what? Fucking cut this bottle in half with a sword. No? Okay, well, uh, I gotta go pick up my fiance at the airport. We can use my semi truck, let's go! It's too late! A gang done snatched her up and took her away. Follow him in your semi truck. Simon, you, get, you gotta tell me, why, why the crap are we down about the alley again? And, and who, who are these people with the swords and the guns? Holy crap, mate, what? We're in the middle of a gang war. These are the most dangerous dudes in Chinatown. Oh my gosh, that's moderate carnage. He's one bad mother lover. Get us out of here before we're sent to the hell of paper cuts. Okay, dude, as a guy with a big gun ball, it's time to run away. I don't care. Run him over. Get him out of the way. What kind of horn was that? Don't you got a stronger horn? Oh, you just hit him. No, don't get out of the truck to check on him. Oh, crap, I done took over my truck. Run into that abandoned building and then rendezvous with my place. Okay, insurance lady, I'm a pretty reasonable guy, but I don't say some unreasonable things today. I'm gonna tell you something and I don't want to hear after God, you got me? What do you mean you won't pay? Look, all I know is that someone came down out of nowhere on a chain of lightning and it... What? No, no, no he wasn't really cutting people to ribbons. It was more like he was moderately nicking their shoulders and potentially setting up for infection. What was that up? Oh, girl, thanks for nothing. We ain't got time to listen to you sit around whining about you not get paid for your truck. We gotta go get my lady from Lopan. He's that gumball-headed dude that you ran over. Now you give me one second, Simon. I'm a reasonable guy, but I've seen some pretty unreasonable things today. I need a reporter lady to come in here and take us to Exposition City if we're gonna move this plot forward. Yeah, we ain't got time for explanations, Jack. I mean, me what? But before we go, I gotta tell you about all the different kinds of hells that we could end up in for doing this. Yeah, we ain't got time for that either, Simon. Let's go. Don't worry, we'll be in and out like the wind. How oh, the crap did we end up in a chamber that's filling up with water? We're gonna drown. What, did you think this was gonna be easy or something? I mean, did you think we were just gonna be in and out of here like the wind or something like that? Yes, yes, I did think that. Oh, wait, we sure are lucky to get out of that one alive. And we got the girls, too. Now to get out of here. Wait, it's a trap. People are coming. Quick, hide. We're gonna have to fight them off. Here, me, why'd you take the gun? Where'd you come from? Well, then, you know, I came with you to rescue the girls. You know what? Never mind. Just shoot the guys. <laughs> What's the matter? Is that, that the first time you ever plugged a guy? The what now? Oh, you know, plug the guy. I, I, I don't think that has the same connotation nowadays as it did when this movie came out. 
No time for that. We did it. We gotta get out of here. We got them all. We win. No, we are missing one and it's your fiance. I will go back and I will infiltrate him myself. Oh, this sure is a running cats and dogs. No time for that. We're captured again. Just you and me this time. Something's not adding up here. I just don't get it. You were not put on this earth to get it, Mr. Meatwad. So you're this low paying guy that everybody been talking about. So let me get this straight. You want to marry his fiance? Indeed. No time. Skip to the end. Hey, a hidden elevator that leads to the final battle. How convenient. How drink this before the final battle? Okay, thanks, son. What, what is it, a potion? Yeah. Okay, what, what do we do with it? Drink it? Yeah. Okay, here's to you, son. Wow, I kind of feel like I'm invisible now. Yeah, almost like something from placebo supplements is fueling our wildest dreams. No time for that. We're here. It's time for the final battle. Let's go, boys. Yeah. No, no, meanwhile, don't, don't fight a gun in the air like that. You'll knock down bricks and it'll knock you. Never mind. He's knocked out. Uh, I wonder what he's dreaming of. Come on, Pops, Pops, come in. I got a boogie on my finger and a boogie on my six, son. And this is gunning down for me. Sure, that was a close one. Thank you so much, Pops. Copy that, ass man. I read you loud and clear. That's another little boy. No, 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 I, I get what you're saying, but, but nobody cares that that movie has nothing to do with this game and that this game has nothing to do with the movie we are just talking about. No, nobody cares. And, and speaking of barrel roll, I, I could do the one better. Cock and roll! This time on the roll time! And then Jack Burton, he, he get up out that coma, he put himself in from shooting the rocks on his head. And he go and fight everybody and they all have a big fight. And Lopin and Ocean having a big like spirit battle. Um, and Jack Burton got to do the talking role because a, a, a guard falls on him. Uh, uh, um, and then, then about three scenes later, he, he throws the knife into Lopin's head uh, somehow in a completely different room. And, and uh, that's about the end of the movie, boy. Okay, don't listen. I know that you really like your little China Shop of Horrors movie and you mention it like every other episode. You want me to watch it and everything, but you're not doing too good of a job convincing me to watch it. I mean, what was even going on through the whole thing? I was completely lost. What about that dream sequence? Was he like trying out for Canadian rapper Snow's music video of Informer? No, boy, that wasn't Canadian rap star Snow's music video of Informer. That was Star Fox. You see, I... I may have fallen asleep during that part of the movie, so I took some creative liberties in describing it. Okay, then, if that's Star Fox, then why is he bringing up Iceman? Isn't that dude from Top Gun? Oh, well, that's very simple. You see, I may have fallen asleep during that part of the game, and I took some creative liberties in describing it. If you say so. And plus, I just like Val Kilmer, and I explained everything in the dream secrets. You should have listened closer. Now, do you have any more questions, gentlemen? Was that the real horn on his semi-truck? Oh, yeah, that year was ferocious. Well, what about Pops being this low-paying dude and moderate carnage being that character that Mortal Kombat's Raiden is based off of? But, uh, I may have taken a few creative liberties here and there, but, but mostly that's how the movie goes. It is a really good movie. You should go and watch it.
I was the overdose. And while we're on the topic, what about Ben Tramer being cast as that ex Shindo? I, I just don't get it. Yeah, well, I guess you should have listened to Pops more closely, Robin Rooney. You clearly were not put on this planet to get it. This time on Turtle Time. Yeah, so then the other guy, he came up to the way he shoved me and he said, It's my way of the highway, Simon. You need to learn your role. So then I just looked at him and I shoved him back and I said, You need to learn your role, Jabroni. And then he cowered into the corner and he said, No, please, Simon, don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. And I said, I will take mercy on you this one time. Make sure you pay it forward. Oh, yeah? Uh, Then what happened? Did you put him in his place? Oh yeah, you know what his place was really put into. And I told him I wouldn't bring it up anymore though, cause he's really embarrassed about it and I'm just such a humble guy. So it's probably best that you, you just don't say anything at all to him, okay? Oh, don't worry, Scott's on her. Okay, we, we gotta get rolling now. Pops, stop the tape. Cowabunga dudes and dudettes. And welcome to another episode of The Turtle Show. I'm Rob. And with me as always is the other guy. How you doing, Special K? Oh, I'm feeling very special on a special day. You see, I was put into my place by Ice King because I was being mean to him. Oh, yeah, well, uh, um, probably because you was being really mean and, and saying stuff you shouldn't have been saying. And don't worry, I'm sure nobody else will say anything to you about it. Oh, yeah, well, I'm sure you're right. I mean, who would want to talk about me? Oh, I... Uh, I don't even know, but anyway, folks, we, we gotta kick off the show a different way this time because me and the other guy need to have a talk. And, uh, you're gonna listen to Marceline's Playground new single. It's called, uh, I think it's called What's Up or something. It's one of them four non blonde songs. Here you go. Dude, what are you doing? I told you not to say anything about that. I'm sorry, I, I just couldn't hold the information on anymore, boy. It just felt like I was holding on to it for an eternity.
for me. How about you, Special K? Oh, yeah, let me tell you, I just get up every day and I'm just like, what's going on? How, how did my life get into this shape? What the crap's going on? One minute I'm on top of the world and now I'm just a loser. Oh, yeah. I mean, is it like that every day? Oh, yeah, I, I, I do it every day. Well, there you go, folks. You heard it here. He's a loser. Yep. Uh, Hashtag Special Case sucks in the comments. Anyway, about the track, I really liked the guitar work for Pops. He like tore it up. And me, what? He did some good guitar work, too. And bass... Bass King. Huh! Ice King's bass. Oh, man, let me tell you. Vincent's drumming. It's on another level. But the craziest thing of all... Besides their storytelling like singing, oh, oh, voice of angels, the craziest thing of all is Ben Tramer. You know all them weedly weedly woes that you hear in the background and all that modulation crap that's going on? That's Ben Tramer. He is like tearing it up on another level. Hey, uh, me, I mean, uh, other guy, you you know where Ben Tramer's at by any chance? We'd like to get him back at the studio. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he's still out finding the power. You remember that, that synthesizer keyboard from the regular show that they got from the wizard that was taking a PP in the park. Yeah, he's still out finding that. Once he does, he'll be able to unlock portals to other dimensions, and their music will just be crazy. Uh, you know what else I really like about it? Oh, do it's they? the fact that he just admits that he gets up every morning to listen to apple pie. Oh, yeah. I'm sure everybody can relate to that. Well, I know that I can. And you know, I, I must say, as weird as I kept it for the shortest, I gotta say, nobody will ever sing that song better than... Four non-blondes? No, no, He-Man. Nobody oh, yeah, ever sing that song better than He-Man. It's the best ever. Everybody should go watch that video. It's a good one. Oh, yeah, you know, I really like the part of that video where the cook's in the other room cooking and you can still hear the music video going on in the other room and he's just, he just standing there cooking up a storm. <laughs> like, like that jump just goes on every day. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> well, uh, speaking, of, speaking of food, are you hungry? Oh, stop! Yeah, cook, cook, 
up a couple of tiny reverse special? Uh, don't. What, what you just order? Oh, well, that nasty tiny reverse special is so bad that it's good. Oh, uh, you know, I, I probably shouldn't be eating on the podcast, so I'm not to pass here. Oh, yeah, no problem, dude. That's dope. Never mind. Well, okay then, how about a retro review? We're going retro on your parts. Okay, boy, today we're gonna do a review of that Super Nintendo game, and it is also on the Genesis, but who plays that anyway? We're gonna do a review of that Super Nintendo game, Zombies Ate My Pasta. Okay, dude, first of all, I think a lot of people probably played the Genesis. I mean, some people thought it was a superior system. I don't know who, but some people did, I'm sure. And, uh, it's called Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Z- zombies ain't my pasta. Anyway, the soundtrack is phenomenal. I mean, it's like it starts off and it's like... It's just phenomenal. And you go, you go into that shopping cart area and it's all... Hey, we, we get it, dude. It's a good soundtrack. Hey, the, dude, we get it. It's a good soundtrack. Shut up, okay? Okay, good. Yeah, it's a great soundtrack, people. It's, it's awesome. But the whole premise is the evil Dr. Tongue has created all these monsters and they're going around eating all your neighbors. And it's crazy. It's got such good art. You can either play as Zeke or April, and Zeke's got like the Punish emblem on his shirt and the 3D glasses. Crazy cool. And he's got blonde hair. And then the other the other girl, April, she's crazy tall, cool. Crazy cool too, sure, woo wee, I rob, I'm getting ahead of myself here, stumbling in my words, you know, it happens sometimes, anyway, you could play as April too, but not April O'Neil, not you to talk, no, too bad, but it's another April, she's pretty cool too though, and you, you run around with like these water Uzis, they're like water pistols that look like Uzis, and you shoot, you shoot the zombies with the holy water, and you could, you fight against like the, the zombies that they, they, they kind of look like Kramer, if he was a zombie, you know, Kramer from Seinfeld, or maybe maybe it's more like Doc Brown from Back to the Future, then you had one or the other, and then sometimes you fight like, like, Flat Belmont, he's the vampire, uh, that sometimes you fight the, uh, the creature from the Blue Lagoon, the Gill Man, the Gill Man from the Blue Lagoon, I think, oh, uh, no, a.k.a. No, Brooke, no, Brooke Shards, is, is like what they call it, and then you got the, the Jason Voorhees no, looking no, dude, no, no, the big no, ball no. dude with the hockey mask, they call him Stanley Decker, and he chases you with chainsaws, and really about the only way to one-shot him is with a bazooka, but you don't want to use your bazooka rounds that much because they're necessary to knock down walls, and sometimes, like, you really need them. You really want to not use them because they give you a point bonus. And and sometimes, you know, you're fighting little Tommy the doll. He's like a rip off of Chucky, you know. And uh, who else was there? Oh, yeah. Who could forget the mummy that has angina? Because when he walks towards you, he's like, he's like holding his heart. He's like, oh, my heart hurts. Help me, help me. And then you throw the soda pops at him. And they blow up like a grenade and they kill him in one shot. And then there's the jelly bobs. They run around shooting jelly bobs up in the air. And then they end up on your head. And you're running around and you're running around going, well, well them, they, you tell them what the, tell them what the, doing? Yeah, tell him. Tell him, other guy. Yeah, you, 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 you get jelly blood on your head and you run around and every few steps you take your character and go, oh, oh! And, and that's the side effect, you know, so it takes away your health more and, and they really know where to get out of it. But what you do is you kill them first with the popsicles, because that one shots them. I don't know why. I guess they're weak against the cold. Maybe the fire extinguisher was pretty good, too. I don't know. But, yeah, you can also get a weed eater and you run around going, rish, rish, rish. Yeah, and, and the one stage is completely filled up with the weeds that are made by the pod plants, and you just gotta cut your way through and save all the, the neighbors. And that, that's the way to go. It's not to find parking like the last game. 
The goal this game is not to kill all the zombies. The goal is, is to rescue all of the neighbors in the neighborhood. And, and if they, they all get killed, then you lose the game. Oh, and then if you lose all your lives, you lose the game, too. And sometimes you kind of got werewolves, and you, you one-shot them with the silverware. And they're really hard, though, because they jump around the screen, they slash you. And then the ones that are really hard, I'm telling you, them vampires are mother grabbers to kill. I mean, who would have thought that they were allergic to the crosses? I would have thought they were allergic to, like, holy water and the pistol, or, like, I don't know what was in that placebo supplement. Uncle Rico's vampire killer's placebo supplement. What was it, like, garlic? And, and silver? Maybe you kill him with the silverware. I don't know. Crap. Sunlight. Who knows, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Do you know other guy? No, I didn't think so. Anyway, they're really hard to kill. Maybe they should have had like Uncle Rico back in the day that this game was made. Oh, boy, you know, uh, sometimes you gotta find a giant baby that shoots you with the milk out of its bottle and it like stomp you flat and it's really hard. And then sometimes you find those big old giant worm things that come out the ground and they like eat you up. And, and eventually you gotta fight Dr. Tonk, he turns into a big spider. And then on the main last stage, at stage 55, he turned into like a, he turned into like a, like a giant head. And it's pretty graphic when you blow it up, like his face starts breaking and, and all this other crap. And it's crazy cause you got to rescue, you, you got to rescue like the cheerleader and the little tiny baby that's going around and the guy that's swimming in the pool on his inner tube. Uh, uh, the, the, the dude that's grilling out the hamburgers, and then there's also an artist guy, and there's like an archaeologist looking guy with a magnifying glass, he's like, I'm just looking at everything with my magnifying glass. And then there's a soldier, it's crazy, like, he's looking around like, I'm just looking around all alert and everything. And then the next second he's like, oh my gosh, I'm just crapping my pants because there's zombie coming for me. Anyway, it's a really fun game. I'll give it somewhere between a zero and a ten. Yeah, well, I'm going to give it at least a four and a half out of five. I mean, it's one of the most underrated gems on the SNES. Great soundtrack, great gameplay, awesome looking graphics. What more could you ask for? It's made by Konami. Got a sequel called Ghoul Patrol. That's pretty good. Not quite as good as Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I think in 2023 they're going to put out, like, something called Demons Ate My Neighbors. I will see how it goes. I don't know. Anyway, moving on to the regular show review. It's just a regular show about the regular show. Okay, Pops, you could take your fingers out of your ears now. Well, don't the, you could take your fingers out of your ear now. T tell him, Elder. Tell him, other guy. You can take your fingers out your ear now. Okay, there we go. Hey, we're not talking about the game anymore, boy. We're talking about the regular show. You ready to talk about the regular show? Good show, good show. Okay, so this episode is called Caffeinated Coffee Tickets. Starts off in the coffee shop and Mordecai and Rigby are watching the band fist pump in concert on TV. And a commercial comes on and says, Listen up, pump heads. Fist pump is coming to the venue slammers. They just got out of jail and rehab. And they're ready to rock your 11 to 15 year old pants off at slammers this Friday. Mordecai says that there are going to be so many losers at that concert. And Rigby says he has to go to that concert. They argue and Rigby says that Mordecai's a loser. And Mordecai says that Rigby is sad with his life. And then, Margaret the Cardinal, that's uh, Mordecai's love interest. He has a big crush on her. Uh, she comes in and she says that she's going. And Mordecai changes his tone really quickly. Rigby says that he can't believe that Mordecai's going to the concert. Just for some lady packs. And Mordecai says that one day, Rigby will understand the real reason that people go to concerts. And then, they come up with a plan to do extra work for the money to get the tickets. Okay, okay, so, so then the scene cuts to the guys talking to Benson. Remember, he's the gunball machine that's their boss. And as Skips is in the background, he's ready to fix his everything. 
And I'm not sure that he, he is facing the golf cart that is holding pops. Basically, he takes the ideas as stupid because they, they can't finish what they're normally supposed to do. He like, you can't finish a regular amount of work, boy. And, and then he hears that it's for a fist pump concert, and he thinks that's even more crazy. And he says, do you even know what kind of people go to those concerts? Uh, and then we hear Muscle Man, tell what Muscle Man does, do, does that wrong. Okay, yeah, yeah, he says, he says, woo! And then the camera cuts Stone riding on top of a golf cart, and he's got a shirt over his head, doing the helicopter, and the cart's being driven by high fives, ghost. that's just like his best friend, who's basically a, like a Pac-Man ghost with an arm out of the top of his head that he gives people high fives with. And Muscle Man's got a shirt off, but he's slinging it around, and he goes, he goes, that's right, ladies. We got two tickets to fist bump. See you later, grandmas. And and then and then the golf cart does a donut and it leaves ruts in the grass as the cart pulls away. Oh my goodness, I thought I just if, if you were a muscle man, I've reached that come. Anyway, the 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 red bull he look at Benson and he say, Benson, you listen and you listen, good boy. Please, please give us overtime. And Benson say, I can't see the big boy. And, 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 that's just some part of this band. Why you won't go out there and see them, boy? You see, that, that's where we realized that, that Benson was the drummer for Hell to the Throne and also for Marcelin's Playground and one of the best drummers in history and maybe his opinion holds more weight than we think it does. Anyway, Skip said that they actually have a lot of fans, and Pop says if they won't go see Pump Fist, then Benson should help them see Pump Fist. And Benson allows them to work overtime, and they run off screen yelling, No! And, and spinning, and they do a bunch of chores, but they start fighting. And Mordecai suggests that they fight it off with coffee, and then they drink it and grind through everything with ease. Okay, so Mordecai and Rick be go to slam us for the tickets. And the $50 tickets are sold out. And they find out the only tickets that are available are $400 tickets. And Rigby says that they have to see Fist Pump. And Mordecai says, I know, dude, but I just don't want to do anymore. Oh, my. He was going to say overtime, but he says, oh, my, instead. And then he starts drooling as he sees Margaret in line with a Fist Pump cut-off shirt on. He says, maybe I could do a little more work. And we also see a Japanese guy standing beside a very large coffee bean and tidy whities watching them in the background. And then the scene cuts, and they go to Benson, begging for more work. And uh, Rigby is down in a pot of coffee, and Benson has them mow the whole park, which takes him a long time, and he wishes them luck. And Mordecai says, who needs luck when we have coffee? And then they both weakly throw one arm into the air, and they yell out a pathetic, oh. And then Rigby informs us that they're actually out of coffee. And Mordecai says, nonsense, they have plenty of coffee. And then he tries to drink the empty coffee pot. And then he collapses. And Rigby shakes him and says, Mordecai, what happened? And Mordecai responds with, Need more coffee. Need more Margaret. And then we hear someone say, Coffee, 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 coffee. Almost like a Pokemon, except it's a coffee bean. And it's the, it's the tidy whitey coffee bean, dude. And he's alongside the Japanese guy who's wearing a business suit. And they've both been watching them. And we find out that the uh, Japanese guy is the Coffee Beans interpreter. Because all he says is coffee, coffee, coffee. And they offer to help Mordecai and Rigby get the tickets by providing caffeine. And providing they, they offer him a contract. And when you read the contract, all it says is coffee, 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 coffee. Coffee, coffee, coffee. And then it's got a signature down there that says coffee. And it's got an X underneath it. And then the guy signed it without looking. 
Because, you know, Rigby's all like, sweet, a contract, let's sign it. And they sign it. And then the coffee bean dude shoves it into his stomach and he absorbs it. And then they're just crazy. He like squeezes his nipples and shoots coffee out of him out the dude's mouth and it hits him. And then the, I don't know. I didn't ask questions. You probably shouldn't either. And, and, but anyway, their eyes, they like, the pupils dilate really big and you could tell it like revs them up. And then we hear Lover Boys, everybody's working for the weekend kick in, and it's the first of many montages that take place in this series. Oh yeah, boy, so no, 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 everybody's working for the weekend is playing, and, and you will see Mordecai will be looking at the camera kind of slashed over, and they're pumping their fist up and down, like they're swinging a hammer, you know, like a, or like they play rock, paper, scissors, and they're just staring at the camera really intensely. And, and then a lawnmower magically appears underneath their butts as one of them zero turn radius mowers. And they just take off mowing, boy. And then a bunch of crazy music video crap happens. And eventually the coffee bean and his interpreter are also on the mower. And uh, they are looking at the camera doing that epic fist pump. And, 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 and in fact, during the whole scene, Mordecai and Ruby are basically just fist pumping through everything. It's pretty cool. And then the montage ends, and Mordecai and Ruby walk to their room with their diamond-encrusted tickets. And the copy bean and his crony are upset that they didn't get the tickets as well. And they trick them by offering Mordecai and Ruby coffee, which is actually chamomile. The salutiest two of them all. Okay, so then, then the coffee bean and the tidy waddies and his Japanese crony take off in the golf cart to go to the fist pump concert. Mordecai and Ruby get up somehow just in time to, like, chase them down. And the lawnmower, and then the cronies, uh, he takes out like a chainsaw, and he starts to cut up all kinds of crap, and, and somehow, uh, he hits the lawnmower, and Mordecai and Rigby wreck, but they eventually catch up to him, and slam him somehow, and they get the tickets, I'm not sure how, who cares, uh, then they tell him that the coffee sucks, oh, and they spin into the entrance, and when they get inside, Muscle Man throws a sweat-soaked shirt onto him, we don't know it's Muscle Man, until he hits the face, and then you hear him go, Ooh, bring out fist pump. And uh, yeah, and then Mordecai and Rigby turn around and they see Margaret. And Mordecai says, hey. And she says, he has to meet her new boyfriend, Slasher. And it's this dude with a mohawk. And he turns around and it reveals he's got a whole bunch of muscles. And he says, you should tell your friends, stop pumping it in the wind. And stop pumping it in the gym. And then she tells Slasher to quit being a jerk. And he looks at Mordecai and says, you are dead. And then this pump comes out on stage in a semi-truck that's breathing fire, and Mordecai and Rigby crash from the caffeine buzz and fall asleep. The end. It is the best episode we have watched so far, boy. So I'm missing one thing, and there's more pops. Gotta have my pops. I love cereal. That's right, pops. We all love cereal. You know what else we all love? Uh, this product that we're about to talk about right now. Yep, that's right. So, uh, let's talk about it. I mean, we're going to get them swanky interns from Boston Lakes Playground to talk about it. Yep. So, uh, roll the commercial. It is just so hot out here, I don't think I can stay out much longer. This sun is just too hot, I don't think I'm ever going to get a tan, boy. You said it, Meatwad. I just think the color's going to fade off my gumball head if I stay out here much longer. Whatever will we do to get a tan? Don't you worry, boys. I got your solution right here. Boys, King, I did not even see you there, boy. What, what am I you doing at the beach too, son? Oh, I just came out here to rescue you guys from the sun and show you this little product from Placebo Supplements. Fuel your wildest dreams. I didn't want you to get damaged out here in the sun. 
But asking other to discern was just an unwilling participant in providing energy for the chemical reactions that drive skin damage. And that it is more so about the carotenoids as antigens and other compounds that melt their way into your skin than it is about getting damage from the sun. Yeah, who knows about that crap? Half the wackadoodles out there don't even know how to read a scientific paper. Anyway, uh, this, there's no product. It'll keep you out of the sun. It's, it's the no tanning supplement from placebo supplements. It's a tan in a bottle. It's called Transylvania. And inside of it, its main compound is melanotan 2. It's a peptide that you take it, and it starts to turn you tan. And it really works, because if you take too much, it'll turn you purple. Is that what happened to you, Ice King? No. I'm blue because I wear the ice crown, and it turns me blue because I'm so cold. Anyway, that's another story for another time. Well, what else can this melanotan 2 do? Oh, well, if you take too much, it'll make you nauseous, and if you take a whole bunch, it'll... It'll give you uncontrollable blood flow to your nether regions and you can't leave the house for like three and a half hours. Well, just cause it look weird. But yeah, it's also got beta alanine in it and a lot of people don't know that beta alanine, it's not just a performance saturation supplement. It's also, it increases carnosine stores. And you know what that does? I'll tell you what it does. It decreases the incidence of age spots, advanced glycation end products. You know, when you put the chicken in the oven and, and it gets like that Maillard reaction, that's cause the glycogen in the meat is, is undergoing glycation. And, and that's what's going on inside your body and on your skin when you get like a liver spot. That's an advanced glycation end product. And it's one of the four or five big reasons for aging. Uh, it's kind of ironic that they're called age spots, but anyway, beta alanine helps to reduce those. Oh my goodness, I don't want to be found in no oven now, I tell you what, uh, what, what else does it have in it? Oh, well, it's got some cancer xanthan in it, that's the, that's the compound that's in the xanthan family, it helps to turn you, helps to turn you tan. It's pretty good stuff. I knew that. So that's right, folks. So, whether you realize it or not, this has been a commercial the whole time. That's right. And let me tell you something, Uncle Rico cares about two things in this world. Your money and a state football championship. And he knows that winning a state football championship doesn't mean crap unless you look good doing it. And how you gonna look good doing it without a tan, boy? That's right. Oh yeah, that is right. And you know what else? Vampires don't like tans either. Unless they're reverse vampires like your friend Master Shake talks about. That's right, so you can have your cake and eat it too, you pasty face gamers. You can just stay inside all the time and be purple now, son. Like a Crayola. Hey, you know what else? Melanotato also helps you reabsorb arterial plaque. But I mean, who cares about that heart attack, am I right? <laughs> if you still listen to this podcast, you're probably more worried about our mental sanity than you are having a heart attack. So, uh, yeah, it's a good product. Make sure to use the coupon code Special Case Socks and Meat Water is the best, and I really like him as a stuntman in that episode of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with the plate of spaghetti and the meatball do the talk and roll off the floor. Or 2% discount. Coupon code is case sensitive, don't forget the two exclamation points and the tilde, or whatever that is. Title of Pennsylvania was coined by Master Shake in episode 2 of Aqua Teen titled Boss of the Undead, Please Don't Sue Our Butts. Placebo supplements fueling your darkest tans. Whoa, wait. What a product that was. I speak for everybody here at the Turtle Show. When I say whatever it does, it does it, and it does it with style. Yeah, that's right. Tell me about it, other guy. Oh, yeah. It, it is the best at what it does, and it does what it says it do. And if it doesn't do what it says it does it do, you just... Hashtag special case sauce in the comments. That's right, just 
Just spam it in the comments. Anyway, time to move on to a turtle review. Okay, so this one is from uh, the MT Classics Volume 1. It's a story. I don't really know how long it is, but it's a story called Bottom and Out. And it's a, it's cool, it's a doozy, I'm telling you. The turtles are out doing some exercises, I guess, like side straddle hops or something that they come across a dude laying on a park bench that's been hitting the bottle, know what I'm saying? He been, he been drinking from the bottle, and I ain't talking about brownie soda. That's right, it's ginger ale. Oh yeah, and we all know what that'll do, don't you? Well, wait, I don't think I gotta tell you, other guy. That's right, it makes you really not hit it from all the combinations, so did you know, he woke up and he see Master Spooter and he said, Yeah, you want some Master Spooter? And Master Spooter said, No, boy. And, and, and he touched him on the head. And then the man see the mummy and he said, Oh, no, it's the mummy with the angina from Zombies at My Pasta. And the mummy said, Oh, my chest hurt. Give me some baby aspirin. And he said, No, I can't do this anymore. And then he bent over and he held his head. And Master Spooter crouched away in the bushes and the turtles ran out. And therein lies the main strength of this comic, folks. It's so short that the other guy can't scroll up to me. I'm not drunk, you're drunk, Spencer. Who you think you are? The drunk decision committee? I don't think so. Show me about just some paperwork. Oh, you ain't got that one? Well, that's just too bad. You, you just stick it. I, I got two rows for you, dude, caca. You know, I know my constitutional rights to my ginger ale. And you tell your mommy, Crowder, that the next time he come up around here trying to eat my pasta, I blow him up with my ginger ale grenade. I ain't gonna let him eat my pasta, they don't call me Al Dito for nothing. First name, Al, last name, Dito. Names on the boots, read the boots, oh yeah. Well, okay then, uh, I don't think that's what happened, but I guess that's a, the best that we can hope for here. Um, so, uh... Nothing but trash! Yes, thank you very much for that, Pops. We, we all love Macho Man. Yes, thank you so much. Cutting the promos. Uh, folks, we're gonna have to cut the cord here, so, um, till next time, somewhere between a zero and a ten, kiss the babies, eat the pizzas.